People ask me all the time. Where do you like to eat? What's your favorite food? What's the best thing you've ever eaten? That's why we're here now. Not only to tell you what we love to eat, but where you can go get it. I love wrap foods. It's like a secret little gift. You get that essence when you open it up. You just can't go wrong with that. This is the gold standard for wrapping. Mmm, it's outrageous. It's got so much flavor. It's like having a barbecue in a pouch. And when it's wrapped up, it's perfect. It's unlike any wrapped thing you've ever had. That was awesome. <laughs> I'm not well versed in wrap. I know looking at me, you'd think that guy knows him some wrap, but I, I don't. I won't be rapping about wraps. The crepes at Beaumont in Philadelphia turn out to be my, my favorite wrapped food. They're the best crepes I've ever had, and very ingenious fillings. Everything's done just right. I mean, the crepes are fantastic. Real guys don't eat quiche, and they sure as heck don't eat crepes. It's a, not a masculine food, unless you're having it in this restaurant that's kind of like run-down, late 19th century despair with ripped fishnet pantyhose kind of thing, which all of a sudden makes the crepes very, very different. Beaumont, that's the only place I want to have crepes. What makes it a typical Breton crepe is that it has buckwheat flour. It's more rustic, a little heavier, it can stand up to savory flavors. Here I'm putting some Swiss cheese and a little spoonful of mushrooms and some roasted almonds. And now they get folded into a little pocket. Then generally whatever's left of the filling goes right on top. Now the dessert crepe. As opposed to the savory crepe, uh, the sweet crepe does not have any buckwheat. And so it's a combination of whole wheat flour and white flour. And they lend themselves to sweeter flavors. I like pears, which have been baked in apple cider and brown sugar. And then, of course, chocolate. Our chocolate is a ganache that's created from semi-sweet chocolate and heavy cream. And then this, this chestnut cream, chestnut cream just and the savory, this combination of perfectly cooked mushrooms, cheese that had just melted, and almonds. Almonds really hold the mushroom and the cheese together. That then tangles up with the, the, uh, the slight sweetness and the buckwheat. And in the sweet, chestnut cream marries the pears to the chocolate, which is this wonderful balance. You get this earthiness from the chestnut. The pears are perfectly cooked. And then, you know, chocolate's chocolate. You know, chocolate's always good. I have my savory crepe, and I, and I have my, my sweet crepe, and I have an espresso and call it a day. Perfect, I would say. This is the gold standard for wrapping. So all the other wrap things in this show, if you're not reaching this level, just go home. When you wrap food, first do no harm. Don't wrap it for the sake of wrapping it. Wrap it so that something new and wonderful happens. In the case of employees only, where they wrap lamb chops in bacon, then deep fry it, oh my God, it's outrageous. This dish is an appetizer that's lamb chops wrapped in bacon. The bacon that we use is applewood smoked, so you get this really great smoky flavor. Why didn't I think of this? Don't be so hard on yourself, Rocco. You can't think of everything. <laughs> the lamb meat is perfectly rare and super tender. They're getting crazy in that kitchen. They're like, let's wrap it in bacon and we're gonna deep fry it in goose fat. Let's some wrap something fat with some fat and deep fry it in some fat and then serve it with some fat. And then they throw the salsa verde on top. Salsa Verde is a southern Italian style with parsley, capers, shallots, lemon zest, and anchovies. The best one-bite wonder that you'll ever have. Plus, it looks really cool. Bring it to me, baby. Mmm. Isn't that the perfect little bite and a half of lamb loving you've ever had in your life? It's a great visual, that white lamb chop bone with the streaky red of the bacon. If it's wrapped in bacon, you know it's gonna be good. So when you bite into it, it's just juiciness from the lamb chops exploding everywhere. Mmm, literally one of the more perfect combinations of flavors I've ever had in my life. Mm.
More. More. It's got so much flavor. You can smell the flame lick. You can smell the smoke. You can taste it. It's like having a barbecue in a pouch. I like wraps because it's usually carbs. This is the Anderson frame. I like this. Built-in cushions. I can sit on a bench all day. The Anderson hips and the Anderson butt. This can't go anywhere. And in order for that to happen, I need carbs. And it's usually in the form of a wrap. So when I think wrapped, it's got to be the Agnolotti at Vinny Vitti Vici in Atlanta, Georgia. When I think of pulled pork, I think of a big mound on a piece of bread. I'm eating a big old sandwich and it's juicy. To get it put into a cute little package of pasta and then add to that everything else that they're doing over there at Vidi Vidi Vici, I'd like to know how that got on my plate. What brain put the simple stuff together but made it taste so good? We cook rotisserie chickens, ducks, and pigs. And what we do not serve that evening, we pull apart and combine them in a pot and simmer them in a little combination of chicken stock and veal stock. Chop it up and make a nice filling. Leftovers never tasted so good. Are you kidding me? Gotta shred the cheese, Fontina cheese. It melts, it's luscious. And this is bechamel, which gives a little fluffiness to the texture of the filling. Stuff the pasta, boil it. And then sauce with brown butter, sage, pecans, garnish with a little fresh Parmesan cheese. Anytime I see brown butter sauce, I'm excited. And then I see sage. I used to have a dog named Sage. This is something only one of those classy Southerners could think of. We're in the make people happy business. When that plate comes to the table, it's just an attack of aroma on your nose. You get the rotisserie, you get the sage, and then you get a lot of pecan. You don't want to scarf it. You want to eat each ravioli differently. So I'm cutting around the edges, and then I'm cutting straight through the middle. It's deep, it's rich, it's kind of sweet. This is just the best dish under wraps I have ever had. Vinny Vinny Vici. Go see it, conquer it. This is baked, it's crunchy, it's crispy, and then it's supple and rich and moist and flavorful inside. It's unlike any wrapped thing you've ever had. So the best dish I've ever had wrapped is the Bastilla at Aziza in San Francisco, California. You have all these components contained into something this big. It's extremely delicious. It's a perfect thing under wraps. Bastilla is a very classic Moroccan dish of layered phyllo dough wrapped around braised shredded chicken and onions and spices. Aziza is owned by Murad Lalou. He's a Moroccan-born chef. I've known Murad for many years. He is a brilliant chef. This is your Bastilla. Chris, he's been coming here for a long time, and um, I believe every single time he's come here, he's ordered the Bastilla. The norm, I'm gonna do the Bastilla. Fantastic. It's pretty special. <laughs> The first step of making the bestia is to braise the chicken. And he braises it with, all right, hang on a minute. I got to take a look. Look how much info I have here. Saffron, onions, almonds, garlic, cilantro, ginger, cinnamon, coriander, clove, nutmeg, and black pepper. Do you see why I need this list? And the sauce that you braise the chicken in, add eggs to that, scramble it, and you drain it. And we're going to wrap everything. The um, chicken that we took off the bone, the egg mixture, and these are some toasted almonds that have been spiced. This is layers and layers of flavor. And also, it's layers and layers of phyllo. We just stick it in an oven for about 20 minutes. Perfect packet under phyllo, finished with powdered sugar. Bring it on. The smell is just unbelievable. When you cut it, you force the powdered sugar into the meat inside, and it just sucks it right in. The sugar adds a, a balance to it. Crunch all the way through. Hear that crunch? 
you're getting those Christmas-like Middle Eastern spices all built in and rolled in together. That's perfect. I can't think of any other dish that has the flavors like this. It's really, really amazing. You know, when I think of something that's wrapped, I always think of a calzone. You get that essence when you open it up, it just kind of slaps you right across the mouth. A calzone is kind of like a pizza, but it's a little better than a pizza because it's already wrapped. And if you haven't had one before, I suggest you start at the top. Go to Fratelli di Bufala in Miami, Florida. That's the place to go. It's just gooey and tomatoey and moist, and you just can't go wrong with that, you know? My mouth is watering just thinking about it. It's really, really good. I don't care who you are, everybody loves gloppy and gooey. And when I think of calzones at a Fratelli di Bufala, that's what it's all about. It's good stuff. They start with a pizza dough, which is stretched out in front of them. They add the ingredients on top of that. My favorite is the calzone ripienone. In Italian, ripienone means like a big stuffed thing. So, <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff inside that calzone. We add the water buffalo ricotta cheese, salami calabrese. A little bit of tomato sauce, smoked mozzarella. And a touch of parmigiano-reggiano. We wrap the ripienone, a little tomato sauce, so we don't burn the top. Fresh basil, mozzarella, parmigiano. It's cooked at such a high temperature, everything is being steamed inside of it, which I think is great for really melding these flavors together. It's done in less than a minute. It just gets browned over nicely, and when it comes to your table, it's so hot that you can't eat it right away. When it finally cools down a touch, that little bit of patience is worth it, I think. When you cut it open, it just melts and flows out like lava out of the center of this calzone. That first bite, you taste the milkiness and the creaminess of the mozzarella and the ricotta and that great acid of the tomato sauce and then the sweetness that follows. There's not enough words to describe that experience for me. I gotta go to Miami and have one of these. <laughs> They're so good. I loved wrap foods. I automatically think burrito, an egg roll, you know, but then I kinda like something every once in a while that's off the beaten path. And this dish is particularly special because it snuck up on me. Hey, psst, over here. Something I really love is the Domades Yolansi at Agnanti Restaurant in Astoria, Queens. This is a grape leaf kind of wrapped around this wonderful rice stuffing. It's just kind of like the perfect little package of food. It's like a secret little gift, and it's delicious. Dolmanes are actually really common. They're on most Greek salads. In a lot of cases, you get the dolmanes and they're cold, and they sort of feel like they've been sleeping at the back of the fridge for a week. At Agnanti, they have a different quality to them. The dolmanes Agnanti are not canned. We make them fresh every day. Their stuffed grape leaves have the most flavor, and they're just kind of warm and comforting. They really do it the best. This is a simple mixture of long grain rice, scallions, a little bit of red onion, lemon juice, olive oil, salt, pepper, and a touch of mint, and a hint of sugar. And they just kind of mold that all together, and then they wrap it in the cooked grape leaf. It's all about the wrapping. The wrapping of it is where all the technique is. And next what they do is, in vegetable stock, boil them for about 35, 40 minutes. And then they're ready to serve with a Greek yogurt, preferably warm or room temperature. And it's perfect. I cannot wait. When you bite into it, you can find a whole planet of flavor wrapped into that little grape leaf shell. Get a little tang from the lemon, earthiness, grassiness from the mint, the bite of the scallion and the Spanish onion, and it's all kind of couched in the rice. Look at that delicious filling. To me, that just spells comfort and flavor. It's how I really want to eat rice all the time. But then it's wrapped up in this grape leaf that has a really wonderful vinegar tang that really adds 
flavor to the rice. Wow. It's just kind of like the perfect little package of food. Mm. Good stuff. This is a dish where you're gonna get messy. You're kind of piling it on. It's kind of dripping down your face. I think that's probably one of my favorite things about it is that in this pristine, perfect setting, you get to eat like a pig. When I think about the best thing wrap that I've ever eaten, it's gotta be the diced squab lettuce cups at Mr. Chow's in Miami, Florida, bar none. They're doing something perfect. These things are off the charts. So for me, the diced squab lettuce cups are like the perfect food. There's crunchy, there's sweet, there's salty, little hint of spicy, all the things that make a dish for me. Squab actually is a small pigeon. The dish originated in China. It was originally served with pigeon, but people didn't want to eat pigeon. So at Mr. Chow's, they use chicken in order to uh, make the dish more approachable for uh, Western clientele. Tender, absolutely amazing. Chef starts to prepare the minced chicken with some sauteed oil in the wok. He adds all the individual ingredients, starting with the chili peppers, a little sesame oil, fresh garlic. The chicken goes in. And then from that point, he adds all the fresh vegetables. Shiitake mushrooms, chopped zucchini, and the uh, bamboo root. And then they just plate it, and it's ready to go. It comes with a side of iceberg lettuce cups that are nice and crispy, topped off with our homemade plum sauce. It gets to your table, and it's, I'm not going to lie, it's magic. It's kind of like the, ah. You kind of make your own little wraps. So you grab a cup, put in a little bit of the perfectly cooked chicken, the homemade plum sauce. I'm that type of guy that'll just add on other stuff onto there. Why not? I'll put a little bit of rice, a little bit of the hot sauce, wrap it up. It's just perfect. And then I happened. You know what I mean? It's like all perfect, and then you're like, Rah -rah. They have so many textures and smells and flavors. The chicken's kind of soft, it's really tender. The homemade plum sauce adds just a little touch of sweetness to balance that red pepper, the chili, and you pack that crunch with that iceberg lettuce. You're living life. From start to finish, it's just top notch. Delicious. My favorite wrap thing is a tamale. The best tamale I've ever had. You think it might be in Texas. You think it might be in New Mexico. You think it might be in California. You're wrong. It's in Colorado. Some of the best Mexican food in America is in Colorado. I lived in Vail. I snowboarded in Vail. When you're snowboarding, what you want is a Dorothy's tamale. Dude, I'll totally pay you later. <laughs> this is perfect slope food. Dude, these tamales are so epic. Like, whoa. I was working in Vail as a pastry chef at a ski resort. We would drive all the way to Hartzell, which is about an hour and a half away, get tamales, and come back. Dorothy has been making these tamales forever. They're fantastic. I've been making tamales for about 55 years. A tamale is basically a meat stuffed in a corn masa, shoved in a corn husk, and steamed. My favorite tamale is chicken. This is a two-day process. She bakes off chicken breasts in the oven for like an hour and a half, and you shred them up. Then what she does, she makes a red chili. The chili recipe I use is over 100 years old. Dorothy's recipe is her grandmother's recipe. It's a secret. This here is the key to most everything that goes out of this kitchen. Next day, she takes that red chili, she mixes up the chili and the chicken, and she makes the masa, white corn, garlic, salt, water. Mix it until everything's mixed real well. You notice that the corn masa, after it's cooked, real smooth. She cleans the corn husk herself. They have to become real soft. You take that masa and you spread it all over that corn husk. You put your chicken right in the middle of it, then you fold that whole thing over, steams them off, and then out the door to the waiting customers. This is a Dorothy's homemade chicken tamale. This is what you gotta do. You grab it, flip it over, and you take your salsa verde. Mmm. 
It's the right balance of sweet to spicy, just really nice sort of rich corn flavor. They are perfect. You eat some tamales, hit the slopes, and you're like, dude, you're good all day. That was awesome. <laughs>